0: Hello everyone, and thank you in advance for listening to this week's podcast. Today we will be analyzing the Ontario Curriculum of the Arts for grades 1-8 to and the use of technology found within this curriculum. I will be focusing on the identities found within the curriculum, the approach to using critical literacy, and values embedded within the curriculum that frame digital literacy. To further understand these points, I will be using works by Salin, Kellner and Cher, and Robinson and their colleagues. I'm also extremely excited to announce that we have a guest on today's podcast. Our special guest is Mrs. L. She is a supply teacher within the Waterloo Region District School Board, and she will be sharing her thoughts on the use of technology within this curriculum. In September of 2009, the Ministry of Education in Ontario released a new curriculum focused on the expectations of teaching the arts in grades 1-8. to 8. This new curriculum replaced the one that was created in 1998. To better understand the background of using technology, I would like to take a moment to share what Salin explained as the connectedness of digital education. Over the years, technology has allowed our society to be more connected, whether it be the invention of a telephone, the trains, or airplanes. When the internet was created it allowed for a whole new level of being connected we can now connect to other people businesses and new information over a different time and space i know personally that is how i connect with my loved ones especially during these times technology also enhances connectiveness within education technology allows students to be connected a lot more than just with the information that is shared within the classroom This is referred to as the personalization of learning. This means that the education is set up to conform to the students, not the students conforming to the system. However, technology serves as a surveillance society. In terms of using technology within our curriculum, it means that students abide to the phenomenon of surveillance society through their academic performance levels. Through this, we need to consider who benefits from the use of technology and who doesn't. The arts curriculum explains the roles that both teachers and students have within the teaching and learning of this specific curriculum. The role of the teacher explained in the curriculum is a key part of the student's success. It is the teacher's responsibility to provide age-appropriate resources and strategies to enhance the learning outcomes. The role of the student is to respect their own learning process, mastering concepts and skills required by the curriculum. It is also important to consider the identities of the students, such as gender and culture, are seen within the curriculum. In terms of gender, the curriculum states that teachers can guide their students to critically think about gender within the arts, whether it's in regards to the traditional binary of gender or gender diversity. Within visual arts, teachers are expected to share artworks done by not just men, but also women. In music, students are encouraged to play instruments of their choosing that are not based on gender biases. In dance, it is expected to explore non- stereotypical roles such as same-sex partnering. An example of this is when you have dance partners not pairing up one boy and one girl. What I found alarming within the curriculum is the inclusion of Indigenous voices, whether it be an Indigenous artist being studied or the inclusion of Indigenous students. First off, there has been a lot of recent conversations about how the term Aboriginal is a form of microaggression. This is because the term was coined by the English. The Latin prefix of the word ab- means not and if you break down the word, it translates to not original. That being said, the curriculum does not use the word indigenous, but rather it only uses aboriginal. Moreover, while I was searching the 212 page document using keywords such as First Nations, Metis, and Inuit, these only came up on three pages, which one of them was being the glossary. While I could go on a whole tangent about the Canadian government's disregard for its Indigenous population, I will try my best to focus on the impact that the curriculum has on Indigenous students. This lack of representation of Indigenous voices leads us to think about media literacy and digital inequalities. Using the work done by Kellner and Cher, it provides an insight to what media literacy is. So there's a new understanding that the use of media helps us create our own identities and our own perspectives on understanding the world around us. Using media literacy within education teaches students the inequalities within society based on either gender, race, sex, culture, and etc. However, this teaching becomes ineffective when only the dominant groups are represented within the mass media. It's then the teacher's responsibility to make sure that the students understand this power dynamic. Media technology allows the users to create their own meanings and identities. Within education, this gives students autonomy and empowerment. But then that leads us to consider what happens when students are not represented. This then leads us to digital inequalities and why they matter using works done by Robinson and colleagues. Digital inequalities then further perpetuates who has the power within our society. Individuals' digital engagement play a key role within their academic outcomes. This means that those who are more involved within their digital engagements have a more positive academic outcome Using what we just learned about media literacy and digital inequalities, we have a better understanding of why the inclusion of Indigenous voices need to be heard within the curriculum. As I previously stated, one of the outcomes for students is to master skills taught within the curriculum. But how do we expect Indigenous students to master these skills when they're not represented within the curriculum and do not have access to the same technologies? Many schools that are located on reserves do not have proper conditions, whether it be running water and heat, let alone the same use of technologies that other schools have to offer their students. A study done in 2017 showed that only 24% of Indigenous households have access to high-speed internet. Our next section is on the approach to critical and digital literacy. So as stated by Kellner and Cher, there are many benefits to having technology within a classroom as it aids in a student's ability to think critically. It allows for students to have a better communication with the world around them. As well, teaching students how to think critically about digital literacy enhances a student's ability to interpret the information and the social, historical, and political context in which these media are used. Within the Ontario curriculum, there's a section provided, titled Ideas Underlying the Arts Curriculum. This section focuses on outcomes that are expected to occur while teaching the arts. Within this section, there's a subsection titled Communicating. In this communication section, it states that students can use new media and technology to produce various pieces of arts, convey their feelings and attitudes and thoughts about the arts. Students are geared towards thinking critically about the impacts that technology has within the arts. I would now like to take time to introduce our special guest. Since I do not have any professional experience within a classroom and carrying out the curriculum, I thought it would be beneficial for you, the listeners, to hear a first-hand perspective of a teacher using the arts curriculum. Our guest, Mrs. L, is an elementary supply teacher for the Waterloo Region District School Board. As shared within Kelliner and Cher's article, a lot of teacher training and staff development does not focus on educating teachers, the importance of digital literacy, and how to use the technology that they are expected to use within the classroom. We will now listen to what Mrs. L has to say about the use of technology within classrooms. Hi, thank you so much again for joining us today. I was just wondering if I could pick your brain about using technology within the arts curriculum. Thanks very much for having me in today. So my first question is what are your comfort levels Um, in regards to using technology within the arts curriculum?
1: Uh, uh, Given that I started teaching (laughs) a few decades ago, um, a lot has changed with regards to technology, especially in the arts curriculum. And for me personally, I find that I don't have very much confidence using the new technologies when I'm given those as lesson plans.
0: All right. Um, That's completely valid. Is there anything that you think would help um, your
1: comfort levels when using these technologies? Um, for starters, I often rely on the students for their assistance and I find that most times if I'm stuck, they're able to work me through it. But for the most part, what I have found the most helpful was I had a teacher that I was going in for and I was able to meet with her ahead of time and we were able to go through a lot of the technology I'd be using together. Plus, she sent me a link to some of her Google Classroom activities, and I could just sort of bop around within those activities to get a little more familiar with them ahead of time.
0: That's great. Yeah, the practice um, would really help. Um, I know you mentioned using Google Classroom. Is there any other technologies that you have used, whether it be within the arts curriculum or just in general within
1: the classroom? most things go through google classroom at this point in time that the children are are using because due to COVID, we want the children to be really proficient and comfortable with Google Classroom, just in case that's where we end up going again. Uh, The children are also really familiar with using a variety of online learning tools uh, such as Raz Kids. It's not a part of the arts, but it's a learning um, reading uh, site. They're also really comfortable with doing a lot of research online, uh, whether that is for an art space project or any other project, Uh, there's a variety of things like um, PebbleGo at a Primary level for them to look things up. Another thing that we use often in dance programs is um, just dance or Go Noodle or other visuals for dance as well that the children can join in. That's fantastic. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. It was great to chat with you.
0: Another thank you goes out to Mrs. L for sharing her experiences of using technology within the classroom. However, as she mentioned, there are a lot of anxieties caused by using new technologies in teachers, especially supply teachers who do not use these on a day-to-day basis. This leads us to consider that teachers, especially supply teachers, need to have more training on the use of technologies within the classroom so that way they are more confident in their ability to properly convey the information provided to the students. Our next segment is on the Values of Technology within the Ontario Curriculum of the Arts. So, the use of technology within the Arts Curriculum is there to enhance the learning outcomes of the students. As stated directly within the curriculum, technology is used as a natural extension of the learning expectations within the art Curriculum. Within the Arts Curriculum, there is a specific section geared towards the role of information and communication technology in the arts education. By using information and communication technology, also referred to as ICT, teachers can enrich their ability to support their students' artistic skills and critical thinking. The curriculum states that multimedia technology and media arts do not have their own separate stand within the curriculum, however it does need to be included. The inclusion of multimedia technology leads to new art forms and provides a new and different lens to look at the arts. That being said, I'd like to take the time to share where the curriculum uses different technologies in each subject of the arts. Within visual arts, technology is used as either a research tool and also to help create their own pieces of visual arts. This can be used through the use of camera, film, and editing software to create a final piece of artwork. In drama, students are expected to use soundboards, various lighting, and stage effects to enhance the feelings within their dramatic piece, whether this be feelings of tension or suspense. In dance, technology is used as a compositional tool to enhance the message of their dance pieces. Again, the technology here can be the music and the lighting. In music class, recording devices, use of electronic instruments, to provide accompaniment to their music and other software programs are used. Reflecting on my own experience within elementary school, I remember that we were able to use the software GarageBand to create different pieces of music. This software allowed us, the students, to create music with different instruments that we may not have access to otherwise, and sound effects to create a final piece of music to share to the class. Through using these examples provided by the curriculum of where technology is used, it is evident that teachers value both the technical skills of using technology, so the actual ability to navigate different softwares, using soundboards, etc., as well as critical thinking skills. So this meaning that the use of technology actually enhances the students' final artistic pieces. The curriculum states that the use of critical literacy within the arts helps students learn about the different forms of arts, the meaning behind the various pieces and the social, historical, and political context in which they are created. In terms of digital literacy, technologies such as the various forms of ICT within the curriculum do not play their own role. However, they play as an add-on to the traditional literacy practices to enhance the students' critical thinking. Now we seem to be coming to the end of this week's podcast. As a recap, today we learned about how important it is for all students' voices to be heard within the curriculum, specifically the voices of Indigenous students, an attempt to bridge the gap of digital inequalities. As well, we learned the approach that the arts curriculum has on digital literacy, examples of technology used, as well as a first-hand perspective on the anxiety surrounding the use of technology in teachers. On a concluding note, I think it is important to consider that the most recent curriculum for the arts was released in 2009. I think it would be extremely interesting and informative to compare and contrast the use of technologies and digital literacy once a more updated curriculum is released. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you next time.